Welcome to the 20th Perak of Seva Shorbase. We are a time for Nach, and we're going to meet another rebel, but this is a short-lived one, Sheva ben Bichri. Sheva ben Bichri is very important for our halachic literature because a lot of the cases of um, the Gimel Averis Chamuras, the three cardinal sins that you can't give up your life for under any circumstances, particularly murder, they hark back to this Sheva ben Bichri incident. There's a machlokas between Rashi and the Rambam, how to understand it, two opinions in the Yerushalmi. We're going to see if we can understand that fully. Sheva ben Bichri has a rebellion. He instigates rebellion. He gathers support. Meanwhile, David, he puts his tempilakshim into a guarded house. He no longer lives with them. The Radak asks whether that's because they're forbidden to him because Avshalom had relations, or maybe it was just David Amelach was being Porash. He wanted not to have so much indulgence in the physical world. David, meanwhile, asked Amasa, assemble the men of Yehuda within three days. And when Amasa was late, Yah's men attacked Sheva ben Bichri instead of Amasa. Amasa approaches Yoav, and Amasa, upset at this, you know, at being sidelined, he kills Yoav in the fifth rib with his sword uh, secretly. You know, this was, he concealed this. Yav was jealous that Amasa had given the position leading the army. Um, and the pretext he gives for the murder is that Amasa had defied orders of the king to return within three days. Right? So that's why Yoav killed Amasa. Amasa isn't killing Yoav. Yoav kills Amasa. That's what he does. Um, now, there is a discussion in the Gemara about this. It's the Gemara Sanhedrin, Memtas Aleph. But meanwhile, instead of dealing with this, Yah's men were distracted by the sight of Masa's body, so Yah puts it on the side of the street and covered it. Meanwhile, Yah besieges the city of Ovel because he's attempting to, uh, to capture Sheva Bichri, and Sheva Bichri is rebelling. A woman from the city talks to Yoav and promises to deliver Sheva Bichri in return for being spared. Eventually, they kill Sheva Bichri, they throw his head over the wall, and Yah's troops return home. And finally, we have the leaders of the various government departments, the tax, the army, etc. They're listed at the end of the parrot. The bit that's halakhically interesting and important is that in this besieging of the city, Yoav tells the people of the city, hand over Sheva ben Bichri or we'll kill you all. And indeed, they hand over Sheva ben Bichri. The question is, why? Why were they allowed to kill him? Surely murder is a cardinal sin. You can't murder to save your life. There are two answers, Rashi and the Rambam, based on two opinions in the Gemara Yerushalmi. What are they? Either because Sheba ben Bichri was an exception. He was Chayv Misa. He was rebelling against the king. Normally, you can't kill to save a life, even if you're one of the people you're saving. Over here was different. He was Chayv Misa anyway. He had a death penalty. That's the Rambam. Rashi says no. The reason why they could hand over Sheba ben Bichri was because he was going to die anyway. In other words, it was kill the whole city, which included Sheva ben Bichri, or kill Sheva ben Bichri. Since they're singling out someone who is either way going to die, you may as well kill him and spare the city. After all, if the whole reason you can't kill to save a life is who's to say my blood is redder than your blood is redder than mine, who's to say you have a greater right to live? You can't make the judgment call. Well, here you can because he's going to die anyway. That is the opinion of Rashi, as explained by the Ramach on the Rambam, but the Rambam disagrees. The Rambam says, doesn't matter whether he's going to die anyway. It's not about the judgment call per se. You cannot kill to save a life unless someone is considered a Rodef. And the Minchas Chinuch does discuss here whether Shevon Bichri is a Rodef, because he endangered the city by running into it. 
by hiding there, by taking refuge there. But it seems to be most opinions say no. When he took refuge there, he wasn't threatening the city. You don't become a Rodef by simply being in the vicinity and then being threatened by someone else. Therefore, we're not in the laws of Rodef. We are, however, in the laws of the parameters of the cardinal sins. That ends Perak 20 of Sefer Shemol Base.